0: And welcome back to Tiger Talk tonight here on KNEM and KNMO. Again, just a quick reminder, in about an hour from now, we'll have Missouri Tiger basketball for you. do want to remind you on uh, uh, on a repetitive situation because it is a late addition to the Tiger schedule for Mizzou as they added it just a couple of days ago against Oregon tonight at 8 o'clock. And pregame will start at 7.30 on the Tiger Network. So shortly after we're done here on Tiger Talk tonight, we'll turn around and have Missouri Tiger basketball. Right now, though, we're going to talk Nevada Lady Tiger basketball with first-year head coach Blake Howarth, who sits across the desk here. And... uh, First time on Tiger Talk. I'm sure Brent uh, Bartler broke you down on all this and how tough it is and everything.
1: Yeah, he has. He's mentioned it. He's even he's even offered it. I mean, you've offered it, you know, in between uh, football and the last couple of years. So uh, I'm well, well, well aware of what's about to happen.
0: <laughs> well, listen, uh we're going to talk. it was kind of a tough week for uh, the Bay Lady Tiger basketball. We're going to get to those games here in just a second. But I think probably best right now, we just kind of go chronologically. Let's go back to the start of things because, Uh, And your assistant coach, Corey Dodson, I had this very same conversation with her before her volleyball season started on Tiger Talk. Being a being a first time head coach and having to go into a COVID-19 pandemic to deal with that. I mean, it's just it's tough enough to be a first year head coach, let alone deal with everything you had to deal with with the pandemic.
1: Yeah, and, and that stuff, we're, we're still adjusting to it, you know, each week, each game, each each day, uh, but but our girls are responding in the correct way, you know, it, it's tough wearing a mask, and, and we got to, you know, we got to police that and make sure that our girls are doing what they're supposed to be doing, and, and for the most part, we're doing a good job, you know, we got to do the social distancing as well, and that that's hard at times, because you do want to include everybody, but then also, I mean, you're trying to build that team chemistry, especially with all the new faces that we have and so you want them to be you know together and talking and and it's hard because hey separate spread
0: out <laughs> and but you know the girls are doing well how did it how did it affect your summer and and trying to get this team together you know looking back the first couple of
1: weeks of practice I, I couldn't really tell that it, it affected us in, in a, a bad way um, coming home last night really thinking about it it has, and not in a bad way as in, you know, what we've done the last couple of nights, but just that chemistry once again. Uh, we graduated a great group of girls, and we've had them in the program for, for four years. And so for them to be able to count on each other, like that senior group, you know, when, when Cal drove, she knew where her teammates were, and, and we're not there yet. You know, I asked the girls last night, how many of you have played together as this group? and they started looking around the locker room. None. <laughs> you know, and so we're playing, you know, freshman through senior and so that has played a role. And, and, and I really noticed it this week and to have to miss that opportunity during the summer of team bonding and building that that chemistry that is going to that you know we need right now but then also to make that run after christmas
0: break well you finally got and then you had to transition from football over to basketball you were kind of doing double duty for there for a little while so how did your november go
1: Yeah, it was definitely busy. I mean, but I wouldn't want it any other way. It was great to see that turnaround in the football program and to be a part of that. Uh, Absolutely loved that. And our girls to be flexible and to work with with my schedule. But then also, you know, to have that later practice that week that we did have football and and started uh, started basketball, uh, they came in ready to go and that's exciting i mean and that's what kept me you know energized and fueled for the, the that week that we had doing the double duties was how eager they were to play
0: mm-hmm. Let's talk about the the makeup of the team uh, again, we've already got the season underway, but uh again, for those who may not be real familiar with the team, we'll break it down a little bit as you already mentioned, a number of graduation losses from a year ago, Ty Hethman, really your only returning varsity player. so how did you go about how did you have to go about trying to replace uh all the graduation losses from a year ago well that, that's a good thing about being in the role that
1: I was before stepping into the head coaching role is being able to coach the girls that we, that we have on the team now. And so that, that was a key, uh, you know, a helpful key for us and, and for me, but just evaluating them from the very first practice, even, you know, to this point in our season, evaluating and, and watching film, watching them in practice, uh, and, and just seeing it. We knew who, who were going to kind of play where, but, uh, when freshmen come in you're not really for sure and we've had a couple stand out and and that that freshman group is a very competitive and and skilled group and we're looking forward for them but just we got to evaluate day to day
0: you had a you had a JV team last year. You coached. Uh, if I remember, I had seventeen wins a year ago. So they were used to success. Uh, how much of that? How, how much of an awakening do you think they've had this week in going from the JV to the varsity level?
1: Uh, probably a big one is my guess. Uh, just first off, I mean the turnover from Monday night, the emotional level as well as the competition level, and then going right back into another game. You know, on Tuesday night, but a lot of success at the JV level and everybody knows that the, the speed is a different from the JV to the, the varsity level. But I even look back to the girls that I had at the JV level two years ago, you know, we lost a couple early games, but then we also, we went on, I think it was 11 or 12 game win streak, um, right there around Christmas break. And then we didn't lose another game, uh, the rest of the season at the JV level. And so, I mean, Hope our, our, our hopes are high, and we'll get it figured out and, and definitely get clicking here with the remaining games before Christmas break and then during Christmas break. Well, at the early point of the season, uh, where do you feel like your strength is in your ball club? The effort. I mean, our, our effort to play for Nevada Lady Tiger basketball program is what stands out to me um you know and and we are we're still trying to figure out who we are but the effort's there our our work ethic our uh, competitive nature and that's hard to find sometimes but we got girls flying for you know balls to save out of bounds loose balls uh we're, you know we're still trying to go after some rebounds but the work ethic's definitely there
0: okay so on the other side of that after two games i guess what are the areas you want to get short up
1: we got it we got to take care of the basketball uh, and, and i mean people watching know that yeah you know, we're young but we need to value that and we also got to get better at, at game uh, decision our game management i guess i need to say is game management um, you know we were we were tied you know last night and we had six fouls and, and one of our players you know fouled the ball which then sent him to the free throw line i mean just game time our game management is what we need to Got a little lead there uh, against Carl Junction. You know, we, we pushed the basketball late. We didn't need to, advanced it. We got a turnover at it. We, that, that's the stuff that we need to clean up and fix. And we will do that here with the remaining games before Christmas break and, and definitely over Christmas break once again.
0: Having been in the program uh, for, so, for so many years but under uh, Coach Bartlett before you, have you pretty much just taken over his his program as far as his schemes or are you putting your own touch on it? A little bit of both. I mean, for
1: the most part, we're still doing uh, a lot of the same stuff, um, but also kind of putting our own our own touch on it, um, just in the the offense uh, a standpoint. Kind of putting in some new new things, uh, and, and we actually needed even do a, a step further and maybe put in a couple more, just because teams. Uh, are, are going to start playing zone against us. Uh, we've seen that the last three games. Uh, I was really anticipating a man from time time to time, man-to-man defense, and we didn't get that last night. And and so we need to have maybe another counterattack or two on the offensive end for the teams that want to play zone against us.
0: The uh, size situation, you, know, you don't have a lot of it. So uh, you do have Taylor Thompson who can play inside a little bit, provide a little rebounding for you. But other than that, how do you compensate for the lack, for the lack of height? Our
1: speed I mean our speed's got to start playing a factor and we've talked about that uh, and, and we'll get to that point we need to use our speed in a way that you know teams we got to get up and pressure them and not allow teams to get back on us and, and transition and, and run an offense and use their height against us uh, but if they do we got to be physical I mean mm-hmm. we were out, we were undersized you know with Tegan in the post at times but Tegan was a workhorse I mean she wanted to battle. And, and we'll get to that point. I mean, you know, Taylor set out last year, uh, and, and she's a big body, and we're we, we're going to need her on the inside to battle Abby Hethman's another one, but then Ty and Bailey, and, and, and so we, we really look for those girls to turn to turn and, and you know, turn that corner of physical play inside.
0: Speaking of Ty Hethman, she is your only returning varsity player. She was able to kind of play her role when uh, the other seniors ahead of her, especially last year. Now she's the the ultra the ultra veteran on the club. And uh, is that a role, uh, that leadership role, is that one you see her relishing in?
1: Yes, I, I definitely think she's stepped into that leadership role. Um, I mean, at, at times she, she might be trying to do too much. Uh, but that's that's just gonna come with time and understanding. Once again, okay, my teammates are here. I can I can I, you know count on them and be there and and trust my teammates. But she's definitely and we saw that on Monday night against Carl Junction. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw that against Mount Vernon the week before, and, and so you know. Ty's definitely uh taking the steps in the right direction that we want her to.
0: You mentioned uh Taylor Thompson, uh, setting out a year and coming back this year. Abby Harder did the same thing, coming back as a senior this year. She's been playing out there at the guard position for you at the point most of the time. Does it take a while to get reacclimated to basketball? I
1: I, th- I think so. And we've kinda noticed that I mean and that goes back to game management, valuing the basketball. And, you know, we're still kinda having those silly turnovers from time to time. Um, you know, throwing into people's hands, dribbling in front of us. It will early on take a little bit for those girls to adjust. Um, you got to remember, so they set out. So, you know, we always say like, you know, technically Abby Harder is a junior in the program. You know, Taylor Thompson's a sophomore in the program. Even though you know they they are juniors and seniors in the classroom, but you know, they're battling. Abby Abby Harder is working her tail off uh, on the defensive end, and, and that's exciting to see because you know a lot of a lot of times you can't teach work ethic. And for those girls to work as hard as they are, super proud of them.
0: What about your depth? Uh, every team has to have that. Are uh, you deep as you, need, as you feel like you need, you need to be? Yeah, uh, I think we're right
1: where we need to be. You know, varsity groups. You always want that. You know, the, that eight or nine people uh, on the varsity squad. I dressed thirteen this week um and and we're going to reevaluate that you know as this as the season goes on but you know we got we got kirsten buck on the bench maddie majors claire swearingen uh you know taylor i started abby Hethman last night um but taylor either one of them coming in off the bench i mean those those are four key players that are going to be a factor in our success
0: Let's talk about the game, uh, let's, get to, let's get to the games now, and uh, started off Monday night against Carl Junction, an epic battle, uh, really. I mean, unfortunately, one team had to lose it, and unfortunately it was Nevada losing in overtime, 60-59, to but uh, a close game uh, uh, throughout the entire contest. In fact, it was tied at the end of the first quarter, tied at the end of the half, a uh, uh, one-point game at the end of the third, and uh, uh, and that's when you had to come back after they went on a 7-0 run to begin the third quarter, so... Uh, I think I lost track of lead changes and tie. I counted up like twelve ties and about that many lead changes. It was a, it was an epic battle that it uh, that ends up going to overtime, uh, a late night. So, but when you now that you've had time to go back and uh, and think about that game a little bit, uh, what were your thoughts on it? And uh, there's always hindsight. It's 2020. There's no doubt. Oh, but what, but what are your, but what are some of your thoughts about that game now?
1: Absolutely. Uh, looking back on it, like you said. Uh, the work ethic was there no doubt we needed to clean up fouls from the first half to the second half and we did so um but the free throws were the the factor for carl junction i mean sending bergie to the free throw line way way too many times uh hurt us you know down that that stretch but our girls right there like you said they went on a 7-0 run we didn't we didn't give we didn't give up. We bent, but we didn't break. You know that was a chance that kind of look at it, looking in the looking back there. Uh, we we could have collapsed being a young team and experienced stuff like that, but our girls didn't. They continued to battle and, and they dug a little deeper and made that push to, to come back. And then late, I mean Ty Hethman had a shot, and that was Ty's shot there in the fourth quarter. I honestly thought it was going in. I mean, looking back on the, my reaction on the film, <laughs> I was like, ah, because that's her shot. I mean, she mm-hmm. made that multiple times Monday night. And so it happened. We missed, but we had another opportunity to, you know, play and and extend the game in overtime. And we still approached it the, the best we could and, and the way we needed to. Uh to put us in the situation to win that overtime.
0: Had a good shooting ball game on Monday. Uh, uh, ended up with uh, f- six trays in the ball game. Grace Barnes had a couple of big ones in the, in the fourth quarter of play. Uh, and I know this is going to kind of dovetail into last night's game, but, uh, but uh, had a good shooting night, though, on Monday night.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, we definitely, the first half, you could tell, weren't really settled. And then, you know, the second half, we were able to kind of settle in, especially in the fourth quarter, and start knocking down those shots. Um, kind of having Ty in that attack mode that she gets in was, was a key factor to our success and, and opening up other teammates, giving them the opportunity to knock down those shots that we really needed in that crunch time.
0: Destiny Berge had 30 points to lead all scorers, but fouled out midway through the fourth quarter of play. Uh trying to figure out a politically correct way to ask this this question, but did we not take advantage of her fouling out as much as we could have?
1: Yeah, and we talked about that the other night. We should have been aware um, of that situation of her being gone and missing on the defensive end, not to continue to go to the right side. We needed to reverse the basketball and attack to that left side where Burgie was no longer present and, and we didn't take full advantage of that. And, you know, I'll take responsibility for that, but our girls continue to play. And, and even though we were right-hand dominant, we still got the ball and looked to attack. And that's where grace knocked down a couple of her shots was whenever tie attacked and then did kick it to that left side where Burgie was missing.
0: Good game for Ty, uh, 23 points in the ball game. Uh, did shot well from the free throw line. Don't think she had a miss. Uh, uh Uh, Again, though, fouled out in the overtime. She hung around a little bit longer. It's amazing more players didn't foul out than what did. But uh, uh, how did that affect your offense when she ultimately fouled out early in the overtime?
1: Well, like we just talked, you know, Ty had to step into a leadership role, and she showed that definitely Monday night and and, and last night too. Uh, don't get me wrong. But whenever Ty left, uh, just her presence on the floor. I mean, so now our one and only varsity starter is fouled out. We got to – and so once again, we got shoes we got to fill. Um, and, and, you know, we look for different girls on the bench to fill those, and that's something we got to look at also – during the stretch before christmas break but also christmas break ty can't play the whole game we're, we're gonna have to give her blows here and there so that way she can catch her breath and give us you know her max effort when she's on the floor and so we need to start looking at players um you know like kirsten and, and maddie and clara to come in off the bench and and give us those solid minutes to kind of help, not really replace Ty, but, you know, to have that presence of an attacker and, you know, that that floor leader that Ty presents.
0: Well, it sent uh, the loss in Nevada to the Constellation semifinals, which were yesterday afternoon. Nevada played the 5:30 game uh, up against the McDonald County Lady Mustangs, who had been defeated by Joplin in their first-round contest, uh, a low-scoring game against Joplin. They didn't score a lot either yesterday, but unfortunately, Nevada did not as well. So when you drop from 59 points down to 33 in an overtime, obviously the, the question uh, – uh, becomes uh, obviously, but I know I didn't pull into my driveway until one o'clock uh, that night after Monday night's game. So was the fatigue and, and maybe the emotional loss, a bit of a factor in that game yesterday?
1: I think both were a key factor. Uh, and like I said, on the, on the pregame show, you know, we could use it as an excuse and, and our girls didn't, uh, you know, that they fought, till the end and uh you know that that turnaround time wasn't really sure how we would respond with that turnaround time uh happened a lot quicker than you know i was even anticipating uh like you said getting home late uh processing the game uh what could what could we have done differently um and then trying to prepare you know mentally for mac county uh you know at at 1 a.m and so uh fatigue definitely set in going back and watching film from uh, last night today, uh, we missed a lot of shots, especially in the first quarter, first half, a lot of good open shots. And that just goes to show, you know, fatigue was there, but then also, like you said, the emotional state, um, high, high emotions. Um, That could have been a huge win for us against Carl Junction, huge confidence boost. Um, So for our girls to be young uh, and playing as a group for, you know, for the the weeks that we have, uh, definitely high, high emotion, late night, uh, but our girls competed, and, and that's what we wanted last night. Uh, unfortunately, didn't play in our favor, but we didn't give up, especially in the fourth quarter, whenever, you know, we were down and we started pressing, once again, we bent, but we didn't break, and also... It was a true test of our character. I mean, we we could have easily said, "Okay, here they go," and then gave up, but we didn't. We found something else downside and, and uh, continued to compete and, and play the bit to our best ability.
0: Yeah, I had to come from behind in the fourth quarter to get the game to overtime and had a chance to win it with a free throw with uh, two tenths of a second to go. Didn't pan out, but uh, still to get to get to the just to get the game to overtime, you had to make a run in that fourth quarter to do, to get that done.
1: Yeah, and that's when we jumped in the press and kind of started speeding up the game and, and causing you know Matt Count not not giving them the opportunity to settle um and and get back on offense and and run what they want and and manage the the game in the way that they kind of were maybe in that third quarter when they went on the run um but yeah we had an opportunity once again uh harder to step up to the free throw line and you know there's different ways that we could look at what we could have done should have done you know possibly have done but that's a tough situation you know especially for a player that that has set out and then returned I mean any player you put at the free throw line to win a game that, that's a big deal uh you know looking back at the past years we've you know we might have had one or two and especially against Eldorado last year I mean we missed that opportunity uh but that's tough and so uh, she missed and, and instead of getting your dauber down, we got to move on, you know, and that's what, you know, I was talking to Andrew about. Let's go. I mean, we got another chance here in overtime to try to still get a win here. We got to go. And, and, and our girls tried uh, to give me everything they had. Uh, and unfortunately, like I said, it just didn't play out in our favor.
0: Well, let's move uh, to tomorrow's game. we got to get you back to class. We're recording during the day here, so people know that. I got to get you back to class, so we'll, we'll move forward and talk about uh, your matchup tomorrow. You're playing the Carl Junction JV, seventh-place game. Uh, playing a JV team obviously brings its own challenges. So, uh, you try not to play down to that level, and it's basically a freshman team from the roster uh, that Carl Junction has put out there for their JV, uh, and they've been routed big-time twice uh, so far this week. So how do you keep your girls from looking at the scoreboard or the, or the scorebooks, uh, seeing those two lost side losses they suffered and focus on the task of hand and playing their best basketball
1: just play the game i mean we're going to set goals of what we want to accomplish i mean regardless of what they've done the last you know two nights we you can't take any game for granted any team for granted you can't do that mm-hmm. stuff and when we step on the floor we got to be ready to go it doesn't matter who it is it doesn't matter if it's a jv game in the varsity it doesn't matter and so you know we got to have our mind right Ready to go, but then we got to do the things that we need to work on. So we get an opportunity to work on game management. We're going to do that. We got an opportunity to work on our defense. We're going to do that. And then hopefully, you know, we are able to kind of pull away at a time and not make it, you know, necessarily a game of this early on or late. And then start getting those girls that need quality playing time uh, that opportunity to come in off the bench and get those get that time that they need even if it is a JV the, the opportunity to to get playing time is going to make us better mm-hmm. and that's what we really want tomorrow night
0: all right, so uh, that'll be tomorrow afternoon at 4 o'clock. Again, Nevada taking on the uh, Carl Junction JV. We'll have that on the air for you at 345 tomorrow afternoon. Look forward to the contest. It'll be on the AM only tomorrow, AM 1240, K&M. But uh, Nevada TV will be back at Carl Junction tomorrow afternoon for that broadcast as well. Uh, Pittsburgh coming up next week as well. And, uh, no, that's a, that's almost a week away. So you just started looking at that. But what do you know so far about the Lady Dragons? Uh, they're going to return, you know, I think it's three or four players. Uh, they love –
1: you know, trying to run a pick-and-roll offense. Uh, we got to be in a position uh, to jump trap that weak side help to take away the roller. Uh, but once again, we want to use our, our, our speed, and that, that's an opportunity that we have uh, next Tuesday night against Pittsburgh is, is to try and jump trap and get deflection and then go the other way and try to get some easy layups out of it. Um, but, you know, we don't want to look ahead. We want to stay looking at uh, tomorrow night against you know the the Carl Junction JV uh, in that tournament and finish out on a strong note.
0: That Pittsburgh date will be a girl boy doubleheader next Tuesday night and uh, at Wynn Gymnasium we be the girls home opener uh, next uh, Tuesday. I'm sure they'll look forward to that at Wynn Gymnasium. A couple of final things: Big A Conference uh, West Division. Of the in the last two years they've been in has it, pretty much dominated it. Uh, it looks, uh, and I don't see anybody unless I'm just not unless I'm missing them. I really don't see a standout team really uh, in the, in the West Division this year. Obviously you are going to have to try to grow this year, there's no doubt. Uh, but nobody else really is stepping forward, so it looks like it's a wide-open race.
1: Yeah, and we've been talking about scores, you know, as a coaching staff, and I've, I've talked scores with you as well, Mike. And and it, it is. It, we knew that, too. I mean, just kind of talking about we graduated a great group, and so did people in the area. You know, they graduated a, a bunch of key players and the stuff that they've done over the last several years. Uh, so it's up for grabs. And, and so, you know, we got to take the, the opportunities that we have with the remaining games before Christmas and then over Christmas break to really focus on the improvement and team chemistry so that way when we when we return uh, we're able to make that good push, but also compete in the in the Big 8 West and put us in a great chance to play that crossover game in the in that first seed in the West.
0: Normally at this time, we at least mention the district, but we can't do that yet because the district hasn't come out yet. As we talked about with head coach Sean Gray of the uh, boys' side, the uh, class, uh, I'm sorry, the Michigan districts and classifications will be announced a week from Friday on uh, Friday, December 11th. And remember, there is an additional class this year in basketball. It goes from five to six classes now, which can really throw some wrinkles in things, so it's it's going to be kind of uh, interesting to see what happens when uh, those district assignments and classifications get announced a week from Friday. So we'll save that until those come out. In the meantime, we'll wish you the best of luck tomorrow at Carl Junction. Blake, appreciate the time and uh, did well in your first Tiger Talk. Appreciate
1: it. Uh, well, thank you, Mike. <laughs> I mean, you do a great job, thank and you. we appreciate everything that KNM K&M and kNmo does and, and the Mode TV. Very proud mm-hmm. of you guys supporting us and showing uh, the work that our girls are are, are putting in. And we're, we're very proud of our program right now.
0: We appreciate that. And it's certainly our pleasure, doing We look forward to that growth as, as the season goes on, starting tomorrow afternoon. And we'll see you back here next Wednesday. Thanks for the time.
1: Absolutely. Thank you, Mike.
0: The V-Lady Tiger Tigerhead basketball coach Blake Howarth will come back in, just after this timeout. And Andrew Pickin talks wrestling. With that coach, David Hawks. That's out of this timeout on Tiger Talk.